0: Welcome to Radio Rollback Podcast, celebrating the greatest days of music radio. Now here's your host,
1: Jeff Martin. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Radio Rollback. Good to have you with us again. Thank you for everyone who's decided to follow us. Thank you very much. If you want to go and follow us, please do and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I was so pleased as well that uh, people seemed to enjoy uh, the interview with uh, Roger Kent on episode 26 because as I say on the episode I certainly uh, enjoyed uh, doing the interview and uh, such a nice guy Roger and uh, glad to see that uh, uh, people uh, enjoyed it it makes it all worthwhile I guess Uh, so uh, what we're going to do on this episode I hear you ask well it's uh, an august edition when I mean, you can listen to it anytime and you may well be listening to it at any time that's fine but it's going to be uploaded uh, in uh, august and um, the one thing for me uh, about the offshore pirate stations apart from they was you know so exciting they played us some absolutely fantastic music. And there was some great personalities on there, but there was that always that uh, element of jeopardy, wasn't they? Um, and you tuned in, and you never really knew um, uh, what would be happening. Maybe there were people stuck out there longer than they should have been because the tender hadn't uh, turned up. Maybe it was the tender that had turned up, and you heard the banging at the uh, the side of the ship, uh, all that sort of stuff. You know. Um, you know, just added to the excitement. And August seems to be a month where a lot happened and and, um, there was quite a bit of jeopardy as well. On this uh, episode, which is called Returns, Raids and Closures, we're going to look at uh, some of the things in August. We could have done a lot more and, of course, we'll come back to that. Uh, So we're going to be uh, looking at the return of Radio Caroline on the 19th of August 1983 of course uh, spin forward 6 years to 1989 radio caroline were back in the news because it wasn't the tender that was bumping at side of the ship it was a massive tug the volans with a raiding party to literally uh, close the station down and then of course there was uh, August of 1970 uh, where there was a raid on the Meebo 2. They'd just got back to Holland after all the exciting things that had been happening in the uh, UK. Not all good, I hasten to add, but if you want to catch up with that, uh, in the uh, last few episodes we've been talking about uh, R&I and the Meebo 2. Uh, but they were they were they they thought they were sailing along nicely, if you pardon the pun, uh, when suddenly they were raided. Uh, one afternoon by um, a Dutch businessman and a few of his ol- other folks that wanted to tow the Meebo 2 away. So we'll touch on that again uh, in this podcast. But first let's start with what was amazing news uh, and that was the return of Radio Caroline. As we know the ship had sank in uh, March uh, 1980. That was uh, the Mi Amigo and To be fair, uh, like many others, uh, I was beginning to think that we'd seen the last of Radio Caroline. uh, But with Radio Caroline, you just never know. And I'd heard, like many uh, of you listening, I guess there was uh, rumours that uh, things were happening and it may come back. And uh, it was a good friend of mine who actually uh, called me and said, have you seen uh, the news today? And I was like, no, I haven't. And uh, he said, well, it's just started and they're talking about the return of Radio Caroline. I remember I was washing my car, halfway through washing my car, and of course this was... Um, you know obviously before the days where we had uh, you know you could go back and watch again we did have the video recorder so i dashed in the house made everywhere wet through uh, and uh, slammed in a video and flicked the news on and this is kind of what i heard
0: the journey out to the new radio caroline takes you right past the old radio caroline or what's left of it anyway the last pirate radio ship sank into silence during a severe gale in 1980 But for the station's founder, entrepreneur Ronan O'Reilly, that last broadcast was simply the spur to start all over again. Well,
2: we're sorry to tell you that due
0: to the severe
2: weather conditions and also to the fact that we're shipping quite a lot of water, we're closing down and the crew are, at this stage, leaving this ship.
0: Today, Ronan O'Reilly is back in business and Radio Caroline has quite literally resurfaced with a new ship anchored in international waters. The radio station will soon be broadcasting from this gigantic 300-foot mast, the tallest aerial ever built on a floating vessel. With the station pumping out rock music at 50,000 watts, Caroline's signal will be as clear as its message. The point behind it, have you listened to the radio in Britain lately? That's the point behind it. We're doing what no-one else is doing. We're going to be playing a lot of music and very little chat, which isn't difficult to do, really. What people want to listen in radio isn't there. There is a radio market and a radio feel that isn't there at the moment. I mean, who wants to listen to inane chat? When people spend thousands of pounds, dollars, whatever, making good music with the technical expertise that's available, do you need it broken up with chat? I certainly don't. The Marine Broadcasting Offences Act, which came into effect 16 years ago this week, tried to make it illegal to broadcast from radio ships like this. Anyone found repairing, supplying, installing, maintaining radio equipment like this is liable to prosecution. But only if they're operating from Britain. Ronan O'Reilly is getting all the food and equipment for his radio station from Europe. But the threat of legal action remains for anyone committing a whole host of offences that might generally be described as aiding and abetting these pirate broadcasters.
3: You know, we supply from Spain and you know, we have international advertising. Our head offices is in Los Angeles and, and New York and the, 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 the station is run in strict uh, compliance with all of the local legislations in the various European countries.
0: Now, since the introduction of independent local radio in the UK, of course, people have been, ab- uh, have been able to advertise on, on British radio. Doesn't that mean that there's, there's less of a need for stations like Radio Caroline? Well,
3: of course, the, 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 you know, the beauty of Caroline is uh, that it's totally a relationship between this station and the audience. And, you know, the audience is the, you know, the absolute uh, decision-maker and if, if the audience don't want to listen to us if nobody wants to listen then there's no ball game but uh you know we've never had that problem you think you can still be profitable well i think we can have an enormous audience and if you have an enormous audience there's an enormous number of international advertisers who are very enthusiastic about using us listen to
0: radio caroline on 319 the sound of radio caroline will be unashamedly of the 60s and early 70s its philosophy they say will be one of loving awareness If loving awareness proves popular, the audience will be measured in millions, and Radio Caroline's American backers will be laughing all the way to the Dogger Bank.
1: So that's how I heard the news about the return of Radio Caroline on ITN News. And uh, you can imagine, I'm sure you were the same, the excitement was really building. And, uh, you know, couldn't wait to get to tuned in to the test transmissions.
4: You're listening to a test transmission from Radio Caroline on 319 963
5: kilohertz Our programmes commence tomorrow at 12 noon. And from
0: Radio Caroline on 319 metres 963 kilohertz, Our programmes commence at 12 noon today. <laughs>
3: Listening to a test transmission from Radio Caroline on 319 liters, 963 kilohertz. Our programs
1: commence at 12 noon today.
4: Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Radio Caroline on 319 metres, 963 kilohertz. I'm Tom and for the next hour I'd like to take you on a couple of musical journeys through the past two decades. We're going to start with the zombies and she's not there and follow that with the Yardbirds, with heart full of soul. Caroline on 319. Caroline on 319. And we started off with the zombies, she's not there. The Yardbirds followed with A Heart Full of Soul, and then Scott Walker and Jackie. The Who, Bubba O'Reilly, finished us off, and in between those, Julie Driscoll and A Road to Cairo. This is Caroline on 319. Caroline on 319. It's now 3 o'clock. Good afternoon. It's nice to be back. What can I say? A nice day. It's about 23 degrees out here. The... The sea isn't too bad, not unpleasant at the moment, and thank you very much indeed for all the people who came out to see us, and especially to Buster and Jean and Don and Tao, also Norbert and Chris and Keith and Paul, also John and Steve, thanks for the champagne. All right, this is Caroline on 319.
1: So Radio Caroline was back from a brand new ship, the Ross Revenge, with a just, well, almost imagi- unimaginable... 300 foot aerial mast and uh, I was on the Ross Revenge myself recently uh, and they've got a mast on there at the moment which I think is about 180 feet maybe wrong um it's something like that and that looks pretty tall if you stand on the bottom of that and look up which I did I thought wow that's tall but you imagine you know literally almost that again uh, it just must have been incredible and I'm really envious of um Everyone who who saw that mast in reality, Uh, what a sight that must have been. Um, I mean, I saw the Ross Revenge at uh, sea from the uh, Ola Line uh, ferry, but sadly their mast had gone by then. So uh, I never really got to see the mast as it was. But wow, is it some uh, mast and it was back. Uh, And um, the signal, even here in Derby, was really good. Uh, I was really impressed. Couldn't wait for it to start uh, officially. But um, I've got a confession to make, really. And it it was really strange. I was talking to the guys on the Ross Revenge, and strangely, they kind of agreed with me a little bit. Um, I was really disappointed when it came on. Uh, I remember... You know, I've got my tape machine running, which of course I did. I can't remember how many hours I recorded. I didn't keep all of it, to be fair, because I was a little disappointed. Um, it, it, Yeah, it just lacked the excitement to the build-up. And I know uh, many of you listening to this podcast will disagree with that, but... Uh, but I, yeah, it, it just lacked something for me. Uh, it certainly, for me, got better and better as it went on. But the start, the comeback was a, a, a little bit of a dis- disappointment. And it said that um, uh, it was almost, I don't think Ronan would have ever m- admitted it was a disappointment to him because he was so passionate about it. But what Ronan wanted was, in effect, a gold station. Uh, he'd seen the uh, some of the... Um, the land-based pirates like Sovereign and uh, people like that that had really pulled in really fantastic uh, audiences uh, with using the gold format, 60s and 70s music. And uh, Ronan said that would be the format that Caroline would have when they returned to the air. And do you know what? When you think about the money that was made by stations like Capital Gold, some what five years later it came on I think Radio Caroline would have not only been had an absolutely huge audience but I think it was something that advertisers would have uh, been able to have used as well uh, just my personal opinion but um yeah I, I was I sort of kind of thought that's the format we were going to get but we didn't we were back to the album format and you know three four songs in a row quick announcement and off we go again Um and as I say just a personal opinion I know there'll be people listening to this who really uh, disagree but that's the wonderful thing about radio isn't it we don't always agree about everything but it was back and I was absolutely delighted it was back and it certainly was uh, on in my car radio a great deal I can tell you that before we get on to our next uh, bit of Radio Caroline, which was the not-so-good part, I uh, just want to say later on in the uh, the podcast, we're also going to be looking at some Radio London from uh, August uh, the 14th of 1967, of course, when uh, Big L closed down. But, of course, yeah, you spin forward six years to the day that Radio Caroline came back, August the 19th, things were developing on the North Sea, but this time not in a good way.
6: Love is all you need. Uh, We've got Nigel Harris with us. Nigel. Yes, um, we have been uh, boarded by the Dutch uh, authorities. We are in desperate need of help, and they are to shut the station down and take us all off. Right, Um, uh... if we are in international waters, this is a breach of uh, this Vessel's right to be here, and um, I... uh, desperately plead for help, we need help now. So please, anybody who is uh, listening, anybody who is an authority,
5: anybody who thinks they can do anything at all, please help us, this is Radio Caroline, anchored in the international waters of the North Sea. We are currently being boarded. The latest news we have uh, on board the Ross Revenge is apparently, um, whether we can believe it or not, uh, but uh, according to uh, our sources this particular vessel, this Dutch vessel, this hostile Dutch vessel, is acting on behalf of the British government.
2: Please call your local MP, councillors, local radio stations and uh, local newspapers.
5: Anybody please help, quick. Thank you Neil Gates. Uh, We've got just about, well not quite everybody in the studio at the moment. But we've got a fine crew here.
6: Uh, what's the latest news, Nigel? The, um, the authorities are on board now making their way to the studio. Right, this could be the end. We wish you...
2: No, we stay as long as we can.
5: We wish you a lot of love. We've been uh, here since 1964, Easter Sunday, 1964. And hopefully someday Radio Caroline will be back. In fact, I feel sure that we will. Please keep listening. Loving awareness
4: is
3: free. It's free. It's free, 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 free. Free.
7: Free.
2: This is Radio Caroline, the radio ship Ross Revenge, anchored in the international waters of the North Sea. This is a Panamanian vessel being boarded illegally on behalf of the Dutch and British governments. There's a Dutch tug alongside and they are already on board the ship. They have already used used violence against certain crew members here on Baltic Rossby Revenge. If you can help us, please call your local radio station, local media, anything, anyone you think can help us call, please now before Caroline goes.
5: Radio Caroline, broadcasting from the International Waters of the North Sea, the voice of loving awareness. It's four minutes before one o'clock. And this radio ship is currently being boarded. In fact, we have been boarded. I understand that uh, various officials from various countries are currently crawling all over this radio ship. There seems little we can do good afternoon to you on this uh, black day. It is Saturday the 19th of August 1989, the radio ship Ross Revenge, the home of Radio Caroline for many many years. We have been boarded by officials and indeed one might even uh, go so far as to say a couple of thugs from uh, a Dutch vessel which is alongside. Uh, Several uh, members of the crew have been uh, manhandled and it appears that their intention is to tow this radio ship away. This of course is uh, a flagrant
6: breach of international regulations. It is exactly six years today since our broadcast started from this boat. This is a fine anniversary present. One wonders about the uh, timing of this event. 25 years on the air, six years on this boat, and they're now illegally boarded us in international waters with every intention of throwing the vessel away.
5: Well, if there is uh, anybody anybody at all out there who can perhaps offer us some assistance, uh, whatever that might be, please, 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 please try. It's coming up to one minute before one o'clock. Uh, we've had just about uh, everybody uh, associated with the radio station in the studio. We have uh, Caroline Martin who's beside me. Not looking too well. No, things going on now downstairs? Apparently... Uh, Discussions are going on in the mess room. We shall keep you posted. In the meantime, just to uh, reiterate that message, this is the radio ship Ross Revenge, anchored in the international waters of the North Sea. We have been boarded by a Dutch vessel. Once again, we have been boarded illegally by a Dutch vessel.
4: Having awareness is free, is free.
5: It's free, 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 free. A good question. Do you know what it's like to be free over the, uh, over the years, since Easter Sunday, 1964? We have known what it's like to be free. And uh, the only trouble um, about freedom is that it scares a lot of people, particularly the people who themselves are not free. And when they see freedom, the only thing they can think of to do is uh, to try and stamp it out. And uh, Radio Caroline refuses to be stamped out.
6: Uh, 558, 5, 5, we will be leaving the air any moment now. The uh, boarding party are finding their way to the transmitter room and they are going to dismantle all our broadcasting gear, take the studio to pieces, dismember the, dismantle the generators and then incapacitate the ship totally. We um, will also be taking staff with them. Uh, but I'm not too sure exactly how that one works at the moment. But they are now making their way downstairs. We will be going off there anytime. Nigel, this is the saddest day of my life, and I
5: think it's going to be a sad day for a lot of people. Yeah.
6: I know, but um, we we just can't fight them. There's too many of them. They have a type size of the Ross, and uh, it's not the end, I'm sure. Although it's easy to say
2: that the Ross Revenge is not the only ship in the world. We will be back. We can assure you. The Caroline will be back. Caroline will return. The 19th of August, 1989, is the day in the UK, Great Britain, became a totalitarian state.
5: Radio Caroline, we love you too much to leave you forever. Please keep tuned uh, over the weeks and months to come to uh, our frequencies and I feel sure that uh, you will hear something in the not-too-distant future. We've got a further uh, news update for you, here's uh, Dave Richards.
4: Yes, the situation is that uh, representatives from the Dutch government and Coast Guard are on board.
8: Their intention is in fact to
4: take various broadcast equipment. Uh, We're not sure whether that includes uh, AC generator supply, but surely it does uh, include our shortwave frequency, the 819 frequency, and vital components or the whole transmitter for the 558 frequency. Also our studio equipment, what they they intend as as, uh, people no harm, um, the, the, the basic problem is is that they basically
6: just want this ship off the air. They're
4: leaving the ship and they're leaving the people on board it.
6: We have the option to go ashore apparently if we want to. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Don't board. Do you know what's happening? Uh, Bruce Monroe, come on. Yeah. Explain things. Right. As it stands, the
9: gentlemen are going to remove the transmitter from the ship and take a few other things as well. Uh, What they have just told us is that we are free to go back to Holland with them, where there will be no more charges pressed. We will also uh, be able to go back to England, and there will be no charges pressed there. Alternatively, we can stay on the Ross Revenge. Uh, Now, would you like to
7: say anything, sir, before we go off?
1: A very scary and sad afternoon on board the Ross Revenge 19th of August of 1989 and of course it soon became clear seeing pictures and uh, 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 bits of video just how bad that had been they'd literally taken everything off the ship the record library was empty the studios were empty uh, anything that could possibly uh, make uh, the transmitters work uh, had gone. What they couldn't actually take, they smashed up. It was an absolutely dreadful thing uh, to do to a radio station I think what they really would have liked to have done is everybody come off the the ship would have been abandoned, they could claim it, that was the end of Radio Caroline but uh, thank goodness for those uh, brave uh, people who said no we're staying put and they did Uh, and uh, we all uh, thought that uh, Radio Caroline would be back and indeed they were Uh, lots of protests and stuff like that which we'll, we'll probably touch on the reaction to the raid by by radio fans like myself uh, in another uh, podcast because I have somewhere which I'm trying to put my hand on uh, not only out some recordings of the the march that we did in london but also um an exclusive interview with uh, steve conway uh, who uh, spoke to me uh, at that uh, particular event and i don't think well that uh, event has never been available widely uh, before so we'll 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 run that in a a future podcast we have also been uh, having a chat on messenger to uh, caroline martin who was uh, on board when the ship was raided and indeed stayed on board until the ship came back uh, on air in the uh, october of 1989 and uh, caroline has uh, said she's happy to give us a an interview for the podcast so i'm looking forward to that she's a really big busy lady if you want to hear her broadcasting now she's really good she's on uh, the uh the bbc Midlands stations um and uh she does uh, the late show on there so like on radio derby nottingham leicester i think she's on north ants wm you can still hear Caroline still doing a fine job and hopefully you'll be able to hear on this podcast in the not too distant future um the next one we're going to do is is another raid and if you want the full story of this then I would recommend you go and listen to episode four of Radio Rollback because we we certainly cover it on there and all the the details but actually what it was it was August the 29th of um, 1970 and R&I the Meebo 2 was happily broadcasting back off all you know the jamming had stopped they'd moved back to holland and everything was going nicely until that afternoon uh, when a couple of uh, boats or ships uh, the viking uh, and also uh, a ship called or a tug called the husky uh, came out to the ship on board there was a mr harriman who owned the two boats and a guy called case mandez who claimed that he had some um, he was a director of Radio North Sea and uh, uh, he'd, uh, the agreement had been uh, welched on, I think is the word, uh, by Mr Meister and Mr Bollier. And uh, he decided it would be a good idea for him to take the ship away. And he was literally th- threatening and trying to cut the anchor chain and also to spray the, uh, the massive uh, aerial uh, system Uh, with water with a water cannon off uh, one of the the tugs as well so it was a really really um, exciting afternoon as a listener and once again i guess a very scary afternoon when you stuck out in a boat and you've got two people on about 30 people on these boats uh, um, sort of threatening you and wishing you nothing but harm must have been really scary and here's a little clip of uh that afternoon, the 29th of August, uh, nineteen seventy.
9: That's the most recent record from the group Exception, Dutch group, in the number 36 uh, song this week in the Dutch Top 40. It's called Another History, and talking of history. Time now at 20 minutes to 4 o'clock. This is uh, an account of what exactly happened this afternoon. At approximately 25 minutes to 2 this afternoon... The Tug Husky from Willemstad was sighted from the ship, from our ship Meeboe. Also the launch Viking, which is registered in Panama. I'll give you details of the ships in just a few moments. At a certain case, Mander's owner of nightclubs in Amsterdam came aboard to talk about uh, taking over the ship. Now it appears that Manders uh, had some sort of business agreement with us at some time but it was never signed and he was never in actual fact a director of this company and he now feels that he wishes to take the ship away from us. In our own way we are prepared but we, uh, we do need some help so please stand by in case there's any way in which you can help us. The details of the ships are the Tug Husky, H U S K Y, H U S K E, from Willemstad. The Tug Husky from Willemstad in Holland, which is owned by Mr. Erraman. I do believe the ship is registered in and is flying the Curacao flag and also the Dutch flag. The launch, which was escorting the tug, was named Viking, V-I-K-I-N-G, V-E-K-E-N-G, launched Viking, registered in Panama, flying a Panamanian flag, and owned by Mr. Erraman. and the owner, Mr. Erraman, was on board. His name is spelled E R R E M A N, A R R A M R N. As Mister Arman was on board the launch Viking. Since our own tender, the trip from Skaveningen came out this afternoon, the ships have uh, disappeared, and uh, we e- expect them to arrive at any time. We don't know when they will arrive obviously hidden behind the fog somewhere. Maybe they've gone away altogether. We're trying to monitor them on the radar. At the present time, we have no more information for you. That's the story so far. We are prepared, but we do need help. We may need help, so if uh, you can help us in any way, please stand by. Thank you very much. You're tuned to Radio North Sea International. It's a quarter to four, quarter for fear. This is Radio North Sea International, the voice of Europe, the sound of the world, on the air, 24 hours daily. Radio North Sea International broadcasts from the radio ship Meebo 2, anchored in international waters at latitude 52 degrees, 10 minutes, 12 seconds north. That's latitude 52 degrees, 10 minutes, 12 seconds north. Longitude 4 degrees, 13 minutes, 30 seconds east. Longitude 4 degrees, 13 minutes, and 30 seconds east on the following frequencies... 217 meters at uh, 220 meters in the medium wave band that's 1367 kilocycles vhf channel 44 100 megacycles and in the shortwave 49 meter band 6.2 megacycles into the world on 31 meters 9.94 megacycles our postal address post office box 113
8: 8047 zurich in switzerland Ladies and gentlemen, this is the managing director of Radio North Sea International, again, Larry Tremaine. Again, for those of you who did not hear our broadcast earlier, we had an emergency situation out here on the Meebo 2. I have come out with the owner of Radio North Sea International, one of the owners, Mr. Erwin Meister. The other owner is not here. He is in our Zurich office. We only came out here with three people. We came out here with myself, Mr. Erwin Meister, the owner. We came out here with the shipping agent of Radio North Sea International and Meebo Limited in Zurich. We'd like to thank everyone for staying tuned to Radio North Sea International through our time of trouble as well as with our music. We have had our problems. We hope we don't have any more. The ships have gone at the present time. We also want to thank very dearly Radio Veronica, who sent three of their crew members over here in a small launch to help us because they also, as our next-door neighbors, understand what piracy means. And this that was going on was none other than an act of piracy on the high seas. We cannot understand why this happened, we do know that we had no contracts whatsoever, no paperwork whatsoever, with a one case mundus. Thanks again for listening. I want to thank all the disc jockeys also, who have done a, quite a good job and have done their best in going through these time of troubles, keeping the shows going for you and keeping you informed and keeping their head about things. So for you that didn't hear this message before, this is Larry Tremaine, the Managing Director of Radio North Sea International, saying to you, we only hope that you stay tuned to us. We're not out of trouble yet, so don't think we are. We are still in a little bit of trouble. We don't know what's going to happen. We're not sure. But please, please stay tuned for any emergency that may come up. If you have a boat and you want to come out, and your, your boat is seaworthy, and you are a good captain. We'd like to see you out here. There's no problem with this. But please, bear with us. With Radio North Sea International, anchored in international waters, broadcasting from the good ship Mebo 2, trying to entertain you, our listening public, and bring you the greatest programs out of the North Sea to all of Europe and the world so please bear with us. Thank you very much. Now back to Alan West, who has been doing a great job. Also like to thank Andy Archer, Michael Lindsay, Spangles Muldoon, Mark Wesley, Carl Mitchell, our DJs on shore at the present time, Stephen Ladd, who unfortunately we only took the three of us out here, so he did not come out with us. And Rob Eden, who is also on shore at the present time, who we also did not allow out because there were many people who wanted to come out and help us. We told them all, please, we're not interested in a fight. We're only interested in staying on the air. We do not want to be responsible for any deaths at sea. We're not interested in any fights. We have contacted our solicitor, our attorney, and we are trying to do our best. So stay tuned, please. Now back to Alan West.
7: i Like the fire. Place the
9: flowers in the vase that you bought today. Our house, for new single in well oh, can't talk anymore, in Holland, from uh, Crosby Stills, Nash & Young, with uh, Greg Taylor, um, no, hang on, Dallas Taylor and Greg Reeves uh, playing there as well. Five minutes to four now, and very good afternoon to you, and welcome to Radio North Sea International, if you've just tuned in. <coughs>
1: West Ham, now music from Jigsaw. Events surrounding the Meebo Two, then, uh, from the 29th of August of 1970. And as I mentioned earlier, if you want more of that and uh, more information then do pop pop along and have a listen to episode four of uh, the radio rollback podcast because there was a real good bit on there there's quite a lot of good bits on on that one as well well hopefully there's good bits on them all but i know there's a bit on there from uh, susan moore talking about how her dad and uh, Lord Such uh, got round to launching Radio Such uh, on there as well. So, uh, yep, do pop along, listen to episode four. All the episodes, of course, are still uh, available to go back and listen again or listen to uh, for the first time. So our last little uh, clip for this uh, episode uh, takes us back to uh, August of 1967 and indeed that August the 14th of 1967. Um Fifty-five years ago, uh, the Marine Offences Act became into being on the 14th of August 1967. Um, As I mentioned to many of my guests, you've heard me say, are are you just amazed that there is so much interest? And when you think this uh, took place 55 years ago, the whole 60s massive pirate era lasted for pretty much three and a half years in its heyday and yet people still remember it uh, to this day with massive affection, uh, massive excitement if you're there listening to it and I think that's absolutely amazing. And um, it's kind of a shame there wasn't an event or something arranged for the 55 years. But I know there's certain radio stations like Boom and Absolute and uh, uh, Radio Atlantis uh, are doing some tributes. And that's absolutely uh, fantastic. I'm glad they are with some of the old uh, uh, jocks back doing their stuff, which is wonderful. So I thought what we'd do uh, is play the... Uh, some of the final breakfast show from uh, Radio London that closed down at three o'clock on the fourteenth of uh, August. It features Chuck Blair, who started his piratical career on uh, the short-lived Swingin' Radio England. He took over the breakfast show after Tony Blackburn had departed a few weeks earlier.
7: By Talis,
4: Right, yeah. On the breakfast show, twenty-five minutes before nine o'clock, to to with all me love.
7: Yeah. <laughs>
4: On the Big Hell Breakfast Show, Mr. Frank Sinatra. Somewhere, my love, we'll meet again. Okay, 22 and a half minutes before 9 o'clock. That's the time. Don't be late. A most pleasant Monday morning to you, each and every one. I've been going crazy trying to find Mr. Jonathan King's old Revive 45 of Everyone's Gone to the Moon. Well, it just proves how popular popular it is. And, Jonathan, thanks for your article, and the best wishes to you always. That's to Mr. Jonathan King. Over here from uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hard Club album, the favorite group has got to be... 18 minutes before 9 o'clock on the Big L. On the Breakfast Show, a wonderful Monday morning to each and every Weather-wise, not too good today. There we go. Together or individually, there's so Don great. The Walker Brothers and Walking in the Rains. We flash back just a little bit. 14 minutes before 9 o'clock, at the time. Many people have written and wondered uh, what I'm going to do when I read uh, leave Radio London. Actually, I can't professionally. I just can't tell you at this time, but uh, I'm not going anywhere. Paris Hartz, and it amazes me quite tremendously that in, I had the idea that I was going to be a broadcaster when I was just a kid. Now, I've been in it, I guess, since I was a kid. In the last 12 years of broadcasting in the States, it amazes me to think that I had to come to England to find such love, hospitality, and loyalty. Why in heaven's name should I ever leave? I, I won't, unless, it's, uh, unless they kick me out, actually. I thank you very, very much. Uh, for the wonderful letters that I've received. I'm going to try to answer each and every one of them. That's all I've been doing, I guess, up seven, eight hours a night uh, doing that. And you can still write, I believe, in Care of Radio London, so it would be, be wonderful to hear from you. And my home address, if you care to write, uh, where I'm staying right now, I don't know how long I'll be there, will be Chuck Blair, The Cedars, Milton Road, Harpenden, in Hertfordshire. That's Chuck Blair, Milton Road, which is The Cedars, and uh, that's in Harpenden, in I certainly hope we're going to keep in touch with you. At 13 minutes before, at 9 o'clock at the time, and Sonny and Cher, Hitline International with... Hit the Little Things. There we go, with Sonny and Cher in a tune called, "It's the Little Things. Hitline International at the time of the breakfast show and a good Monday morning to 10 minutes before 9 o'clock. Listen to this. Heard about money Super King? They're the new long British cigarettes. Extra long.
7: Super King!
4: That's the name. You can't buy them in a dear old UK, but if you're going abroad, you can, in Europe or the Channel Islands. They're an international wow. Longer
7: than King Size, smoother than King Size. Super King!
4: Same price as King Size, duty free. Right, you are. And to all the great men, uh, Duncan Johnson, Ben Toney, Tony Windsor, Pete Brady, Dave Cash, Kenny Everett, all the people who have preceded me, and particularly Mike Lennox, Kenny Everett, and uh, Tony Blackburn, of course, the men who have been on the morning show, I dedicate the next Revive 45. I haven't followed them very successfully, but I just want them to know I'm thinking of them, and we dedicate this following song. Nine minutes before at nine o'clock the time, and we'll let this man, way back. A hit of days gone by. Play
7: it
4: now as a big old Revive 45. Back we go with the wonderful Beatles and a Revive 45 called Michelle. The time six minutes before nine o'clock. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dearest friends, it is with deep regret that I say goodbye and form to do on this, my last program on Radio London, and I say goodbye with heartfelt thanks for all the pleasure you've given me by your thoughtful well-wishes, your acceptance of my announcing, and the sweet, kind, wonderful hospitality you've shown. I thank you for your love, your loyalty, and all you've done to make our valiant cause seem so worthwhile. Our fight for free radio has not been in vain, although it seems so right now. We've made an impression which will long be remembered owe so much to you, our faithful, wonderful audience. I say goodbye to each and every one of you, you whom I have nothing but the deepest respect and friendship for. I say goodbye also to Mr. Alan Keene, the wonderful directors, salesmen, and office staff of Radio London, and to all my compatriots and fellow announcers on Radio London, the men who have made this station into one of the most polished professional organizations of broadcasting in the world. And I I say goodbye, God bless, and best wishes always to every office worker, every teenager, housewife, factory worker, every elderly person who looked toward us for cheer, to every British serviceman overseas, to every coal miner, farmer, and nurse. I thank you, dearest hearts, for your kindness. I wish you happy days. Take care of yourself, and God
2: bless. It's me. A highly successful
7: sound of wonderful Radio London. Radio London. <laughs> Here's the latest <laughs> weather on wonderful
4: Radio London. We well, thank you, everybody. As the weatherman says, damp and dull weather with heavy rain in places is forecast for most districts today. It'll be rather cool, with strong winds reaching gale force in some exposed areas. Tomorrow's weather is expected to be changeable. We invite you now to stand by for Mr. Pete Drummond. Today I met Marie, and it comes from Cliff Richard, and it's number two on our final Fab 40 for this week. Well... Morning, everybody. Time is two and a half minutes past nine, and this is the Pete Drummond Show here until 12. Don't forget, we'll be closing down at three today, and thank you very much indeed, Chuck Blair, for the breakfast show this morning. Great. It's a very, very sad occasion, really, because Chuck just sort of gone up, and he walked out of the studio. I haven't seen him since. (laughs) You know, I think he really was overcome, poor lad. But anyway, best of luck with whatever you're doing, Chuck, and uh, it's been great knowing you, baby. I think he'll be back in a minute.
7: Wonderful music means
4: the I G L. Well, it's a lousy day for a last day, I want to tell you that. It's grey outside and the the boat is rocking around. I woke up this morning and I was just going up and down and up and down. I thought, uh uh-uh, this is it, you know. Maybe the tender won't even come out today. We can't go off. We'll have to do another day's broadcast or something. That's for the
7: natural look, by Tannis. There we go.
1: That's the uh, final day of uh, Big L, wonderful Radio London. First of all, Chuck Blair, who got a cracking voice, hadn't he? Uh, and I thought a really great broadcaster. He was a bit laid back, but uh, I, I really quite liked him. And then, of course, Pete Drummond, who uh, followed Chuck... Uh, to do the morning show on that very final day of Radio London, uh, 55 years ago, August the 14th of 1967. And that about wraps up episode 27 of uh, the Radio Rollback Podcast. I do hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, please spread the word to uh, any groups you have or uh, you know any connections you have uh, that you think may enjoy listening to some great radio and a bit of chat as well. That would be absolutely wonderful. Also, please uh, go and uh, follow us and uh, also give us a like on wherever you get your podcasts uh, from as well. All that really helps. In episode 28, we'll conclude our look at Radio North Sea and the Meebo 2. Uh, we've followed them through the year of 1970 from the test transmissions, uh, right uh, up to where they were back off Holland after an experience in England, and uh, of course the Raid, as we mentioned earlier in this podcast. As I mentioned, you want more about the Raid? Pop back and listen to episode four. It's all on there. Uh, But uh, September saw Radio North Sea close down, surprisingly. So we'll have a look at that in episode 28 and uh, lots more before. Uh, I'm looking, if anyone can help me out, by the way, I'm looking to find somebody who can talk to me about Radio 270. Uh, absolutely fascinating uh, station, and you've uh, got some recordings of that which are um, really good. But I'd really like to speak to somebody who uh, was involved, maybe on the air or whatever, about the Ocean 7 and uh, Radio 270. So if you can help with that, please pop them my way. It's Jeff Martin Media 220 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time around on the Radio Rollback Podcast. Thanks for listening to Radio Rollback Podcast. Don't forget
0: to check out the back catalogue and use your podcast app to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode.